Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. As we try something new today for Album for the Day, we go to the start of a new year and we decided to do our choice cuts from Album for the Day so far. And these are our 31 most enjoyed episodes by us. Doesn't mean it's for you. <laughs> Hopefully you enjoyed them too, but nobody ever asks us, so these are what we enjoyed the most so far with over 200 albums done. And these are the albums that we felt were the most special to us, what we learned the most from, um, and just something we enjoyed uh, talking about the most. So without further ado, here we go. Album for the day. And January the 16th, we're going to dip back into Ray Charles with Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. Uh, We'll call it a combo because we kind of talked about both of them, uh, which makes it a great episode because you brought bonus content. Yeah. Yeah. Ray Charles, one of the best of all time. Love the dude. Um, One of the best bands of all time. He's one of the best musicians of all time. Um, And learning about how he did this record, about his music deals and all this. He literally changed the music industry with this album. Yeah. And and the story behind it is absolutely amazing. So I hope you guys enjoy. I know we did. One of our favorites. Album for the day, October 23rd. As we continue with number one squared, that's an album that was number one at the same time as a single from the same artist. Today we focus on Ray Charles with Modern Sounds and Country and Western Music. It was number one at the same time as I Can't Stop Loving You for five weeks on June 23rd of 1962. Um... It was recorded February 5th and 7th of 1962 at Capitol Studios in New York, as well as February 15th at United Western Recorders in Hollywood. It was released April of 1962 on ABC Paramount. It's Ray Charles's 18th album. And a classic an absolute classic ray charles record like i love 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 me some ray charles and this is one of the records that he went in as the genius that he is and said you know what i'm gonna do i'm about to flip the script and going from, you know, this R&B, jazz, you know, soul singer kind of guy, going into a studio, you know, and at, at the time that this came out, you also have to think of, you know, what it meant to be an African-American artist at this point. And for Ray Charles to have the power to go in and say, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to do it my way. You're going to shut up about it, and and I'm going to own my masters at the end of this. For him to have the power, the balls, the gumption, all those creative words you can use well, to describe him, man, I, like, ooh, it just it makes So you kind of just jumped right into it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. The, the whole thing is that 
he had a big hit with What I Say in 1959, which mm-hmm. he also wrote. Mm-hmm. And that's important because that made it more viable for him personally. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually said in those liner notes for What I Say, I used to play piano in a hillbilly band. Could do a good job with the right hillbilly song today. <laughs> and that's okay so, that Ray Charles says that because he was born in Georgia. Yeah, and so and so this album, he comes out with... Hank Williams covers Don Gibson, you know, Eddie Arnold. And it's like, wait, I'm sure the studio was going, wait, you're, you are, you're our R and B soul guy. You're this songwriter genius. Who's doing all these amazing creative works for us. What, what do you mean you want to do a country record? And the beauty of it was, I don't want to do a country record. I want to do a rage modern record. sounds in country and Western music. I want to take those songs that people love and I want to influence those, you know, basically cornbread white people into this is what R&B music is about. Here's the songs that you love. I'm going to do them a different way and listen to them. Well, it challenged the racial barriers on both sides, oh, which big is time. what was interesting yeah. um, because nobody really wanted to be a part of the other was kind of the thing that was going on. Yeah. Um, during the recording of this album, um, when Ray Charles's Atlantic contract uh, was up, uh, there was kind of a bidding war and he won is what I'm going to say. Because yeah. uh, he signed with ABC Paramount, and that was in November of '59, and he got number one a fifty thousand dollar annual advance, which in twenty twenty dollars is four hundred and forty four thousand dollars an annual advance. Woo. Um, he got a higher royalty rate than before. And the third and most important was eventual ownership of his master tapes, and that was relatively unheard of, and it was definitely unheard of for a African American artist at the time. Oh, yeah, that's and that's that's part of the beauty and genius of him, not only as a person but as an artist. Is he really opened a lot of doors for the artists that followed him, and I think that's one of the reasons he did this as well. Is now, don't because put the title on him though. Because he didn't come up with that. Oh no, no, no. I'm just saying. His manager and ABC. Uh, no, I'm just that. saying as far as how he presented himself and how he got. Um, I don't want to say he got the best of the studios. How he was able to work his own deal, maximize it to his, his own his advantage, own, his own artistic. Yeah, that's well. That's, that's why I quit writing stuff because he didn't have to anymore. Yeah. And he was more interested in interpreting other stuff. Um, My favorite quote out of all that I saw was Willie Nelson said that this album did more for country music than any one artist has ever done. And that's coming from Willie freaking Nelson. Willie said that. The Austin Chronicle said with uh, this album, Ray Charles created the benchmark for crossing the line highlighting the similarities in sentiment that are often overshadowed by sound. Hmm. And that's an interesting point because we talk about somebody lyrically going down a road Mm -hmm. that is progressive and motivational 
calling for action, mm-hmm. whereas the music itself here is that motivator, which Absolutely. is a different approach, mm-hmm. yet I would argue possibly more effective. Mm. And, you know, a lot of a lot of the songs on here that's mostly kind of like ballads, that kind of thing. Uh, the Hank Williams songs on here, um, uh, Half As Much, You Win Again, and Hey Good Looking. I mean, those, just those three songs from Hank Williams, you're, you're entering a whole other realm of who your audience is. You know? There, there's Eddie Arnold songs. Um, the Everly Brothers' first single, Bye Bye Love, is on here. That's the opening track. Um, and if you didn't know that Bye Bye Love was written by the same people that wrote Rocky Top, you do now. <laughs> you do now. Um, and if you didn't know that Rocky Top was written by the same people that wrote Love Hurts. Love Hurts. You do now. <laughs> Today Today's you the learned. Day. Today's the day you learn. That's what we're all about here. So six months after the release of this, uh, he put out volume two with two more Don Gibson songs, including Don Gibson's B-side to I Can't Stop Loving You, Oh Lonesome Me. Mm-hmm. And Kitty Wells had a 1955 number one with Making Believe that's on here. Um, Red Foley's 1952 number one, Midnight, which apparently was the last song that Hank Williams sang at all, hmm. said the guy driving him in the car. Wow. Um, also, Hank Williams, more songs with Take These Chains, Your Cheating Heart, and uh, Ray Charles had another number one with You Are My Sunshine. Mm. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to equate that to Stevie Wonder's I Just Called to Say I Love You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And leave it at that. Yep. Interesting thing about Volume 2 as opposed to Volume 1, though, is Volume 1, everything's kind of in there together. It's, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say mishmashed, but it's it's meshed. Well. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, volume 2, Side 1, features the Ray Charles Big Band with the Ray Letts. What a delightful backing name. Mm-hmm. Uh, side two features a string section and the Jack O'Halloran or Jack Halloran singers. Hmm. So it's really interesting now that we're digital and you don't have to flip the record and change your mood and whatever. Yeah, right. You literally go out of One, the big the band with the Raylets into the string section with the vocal choir. Interesting. Well, awesome. Well, uh, album for the day today, um, October 23rd is Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music by Ray Charles. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at album, the number four, the day. Uh, Give us a follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us, and support us via the listener support option. Uh, Thanks for listening, and we will see you tomorrow. You got the right one, baby. Uh Uh-huh. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
If you're listening on Spotify, after starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!